message you're about to listen to will help you discover, understand, and manifest God's plans and purpose for your life. It is our belief that these words will inspire you and make you a better person that will live a life of standard and express the fullness of God. We celebrate you. Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus. I'm excited. Amen. <laughs> For every blow the devil gave you, he must receive a thousand. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm still standing on the promises of God. John chapter 9, verse 4. I'd like us to read it together as projected. John chapter 9 and verse 4. So even if, it's, if you're not there yet, we can read it together. Are we good to go? Alright, let's read together. One, two, go. I must walk the works of him. I must walk the works of him that sent me. Jesus speaking here. said, I must. Jesus wasn't doubting it. He wasn't negotiating. He wasn't thinking of negotiating it. Wasn't thinking of arguing it out. Wasn't thinking of giving excuses. He said, I must walk the walks. It's not one. It's not two walks. There are assignments before us. I must walk the walks of him who sent me while it is day. Amen. He said, the night cometh. The night cometh. When no one can walk. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week Sunday, I preached on anointed for end time exploit. How many of you remember that message? Said we are all anointed for exploit. All of us, born again Christians, we carry a measure of anointing for an assignment that God has given to us. But today I'm taking it a step further and I'm ministering the title is taking responsibility for end time exploit. Taking responsibility for end time exploit. I start by saying we are not all just anointed to feel good or to tell people that we are anointed, but we are all anointed for a particular assignment, for a purpose. So if you say you are anointed, that is a purpose for the anointing. That is a purpose, that is a reason why the Lord anointed you. So we all as born again children of God have been anointed and our anointing is for a purpose but we all must take responsibility to use the anointing. Uh, the book of Acts chapter 10 verse 38 our scripture last week how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Now listen that is the part of the father god how he anointed jesus of nazareth the part of jesus now taking responsibility now says who went about am i right who went about so god anointed jesus then jesus took the responsibility of the fact that i have been anointed and he went about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Who went about? It wasn't God that went about. Of course, Jesus is 100% human, 100% God. But in human flesh, he went about. 
taking the responsibility to use the anointing. Someone say, I will use my anointing. Come on, say like you say, I will use my anointing. So he took the responsibility and he went about choosing the anointing. If you read the book of Genesis chapter 5 from verse 22, it's the story of Enoch. The Bible says, and Enoch walked with God. He took responsibility to walk. You don't just walk, you take responsibility to do it. If you don't take responsibility to walk, there will be no relationship. So he took the responsibility and said, listen, I will have a relationship with this God. Before him, there were people. After him, there were people. But he, at, on this time, so Enoch took the responsibility of the fact that nobody was seeking God, but I will. I will seek God. So he took that responsibility, walked with God, and the scripture said, because he took the responsibility, he so much walked with God that God did not allow him to see that God took him. Because he walked. He took responsibility. Anywhere you are, and you are refusing to take responsibility, you are not exhibiting the character of God. Why? Because in Genesis chapter 1, sir, when the earth was without form and void, God took responsibility. And he said, let there be. He took responsibility. So the world we are seeing today, the life we are enjoying today, is not because it just came to be, but because someone, God, took responsibility to speak the things that we are seeing to be. He took responsibility. Though I have been anointed, I have been called. If I don't take the responsibility to answer the call, all that I will tell people is, I know I'm anointed, I know I'm called. I know I'm anointed, I know I'm called. If I don't take the responsibility to step out, that calling will not see the light of day. And I'm praying for someone here. Whatever you have been anointed to do, you will take responsibility in the name of Jesus Christ. People will eat of the fruit of your calling. In the name of Jesus. Now let me debunk this. The calling I'm talking about, not necessarily having to preach the, the gospel like this, the way I'm preaching. Might be in your field, your land, whatever. What I'm praying for is that God will give you grace for someone to eat of the fruit of your calling in the name of Jesus Christ. As in the name of Jesus Christ. Who went about? He was anointed. If he had not left where he was, he would not have been able to heal the sick that he healed. He would not be able. To, he would not have been able to deliver people. But he took the responsibility and said, "Though I am anointed, I'm not going to sit." Now listen to me. The anointing will not develop legs and go and walk. It is still you that have been anointed that will have to take the responsibility of doing what you know you should do, even your workplace. Or in the ministry or in your family your marketplace wherever you must take the responsibility of doing what God has anointed you to do are we together church are we together in Luke chapter 19 you read from verse 12 there's this man we call him the noble man Jesus given the, the, the story this noble man he was about to travel so he called his servants and gave them 10 pounds and said something very powerful. He said, occupy till I come. That word occupy is an action word, sir. 
do business till I come. Take responsibility with this that I'm giving you till I come. Take responsibility with the anointing upon you till I come. Occupy till I come. The occupying does not mean just come by space. No. It means go and begin to do impact. Go and begin to do exploits. Do stuff. So I'm going to get a kingdom. I'm coming back. So when he returned, the servants thought he would return. One of them said, we will not even allow him to come and reign over us. We won't allow him. So eventually he returned. And he called them. The interesting thing is, the people that argued that they are not going to allow him to rule over them, eventually submitted. All of them came and submitted. One came and said, sir, you gave me ten. I've gotten ten more. You gave me five. I've gotten five more. He said, because you have gotten ten, take ten more, be in charge of ten cities. You have gotten five more. Be in charge of five. That one said, you are an unstable man. You want to always reap where you have no sown. He said, okay, take what is in hand. Is that give, give it to the one that took responsibility. Give it to the man that has ten. They said, sir, but he has ten. Say yes. The more responsibility you take, sir, the more will be added to you. That's the interesting thing. The more you are responsible, the more we commit to your answer. The more you are responsible, the more you will commit to your answer. But sir, I am married. I have my job. I come to church. I operate in this department. Yes, we have to give you more because we see that you are responsible. You have the capacity. The more responsibility you take from God, the more blessing it gives to you. The more capacity enlarged with for you to be able to take more. To be able to take more. Take your responsibility for any time exploit. God is looking for hands he will use. God is looking for people that will be instruments in his hands to do exploit in this end time. If you will be responsible to say, Lord, here am I. Send me. You'll be shocked the nations to which God will take you to. So if you can say in the name of Jesus, I will occupy till he comes. Say I will take responsibility of my calling till he comes. Hallelujah. Nothing just happens. No anointing will just work without you taking responsibility of the calling. No anointing will just happen. There are stages altar stages in life waiting for you to take responsibility in the little place where God has placed you then it begins to take you to stages higher than what you can ever think or imagine but if you don't take responsibility you will remain on that small stage for life God is looking for people that will say here am I send me Lord is it this stage I will occupy I will walk I will till the works of my father the night is coming I will not be able to walk. Then he says, okay, listen to me. God will not give you a stage that is, that, that is bigger than you. He will give you a stage that is bigger than you that you fit in. Are we together? If you say this stage is too small for you to, to occupy, to walk, then you are saying, God, don't promote me. But when he sees your faithfulness, take responsibility in this stage, he says to himself, he says to you, you will be responsible when I give you a bigger stage. There are exploits. Exploits. 
exploits that God wants us to do. But that won't happen if we don't take responsibility. You know, just last week, when, when, let me, let me start this way. When Chidera came, she said, sir, this is what I do, this is what I do. She gave me some pictures. I said, wow, that's good. I said, okay, this is what we are going to be doing. You'll minister anytime I ask you to minister. You'll do this, you'll do this. Initially, she wanted to just, sir, I said, that's how it's going to be. Now that you are here, this, I don't have to tell you, just, I'll just tell you tomorrow, minister. Watch this. Eventually she obeyed and said, okay, so I will do it. Ministered once, twice, I think three or four times now. Salvation ministry invited her again. She had, they have invited her before. They invited her again. She went there. She came, took permission, prayed, sent her forth with grace. She went there. Awesome, awesome time in Paracot. Now the good news is this. The good news is this. She'll be going to water when? Next week? on Wednesday. She's going to water on Wednesday for their Youth Alive Convention for the first time and to minister on that stage for the first time. If you don't take responsibility of what God has given to you to develop it, for exploit on his behalf, you will think you are doing well. Sir, you are not doing well. Let out what God has put on your inside. Let out. Let out and be covered by grace. And be covered by this. Romans chapter 8. I'll be digging into that scripture by at this evening voltage. You don't want to miss it. I'm so I'm so eager expecting this. I'm going to minister this evening. I see that's my first time to minister. With Romans chapter 8, verse 19. The next expectation of who? Of animals. The creature. I'm waiting for who? Your manifestation. There's an exploit you must do. There's a mark you must make. There's an impact you must make towards him before you leave this world. If you don't make it, God will ask you. There's an impact. There's an impact. The MX expectation are on their toes. Tiptoe waiting. What will he do? What will she do? They are hungry. And that part of their life can't be filled by anybody but by you. So if you don't feel it, they will die hungry. God bless her. They will die hungry. Taking responsibility. It will not be easy. But listen to the following things. In taking responsibility, please note these eight things or so. Number one, risk is involved in taking responsibility. You have to stake your life. You have to say, like Esther said, if I perish, I perish. Why? She was about to take responsibility for the entire Jewish nation. About to take responsibility. <laughs> Not knowing that the whole de the deliverance of the whole nation is in her responsibility. If she takes it, find the survivor. If they don't, Mordecai said, don't think we will perish, but help will come up from that quarter. Please don't think if you don't, God cannot do or use anybody. God can use somebody else. He can raise stones to replace us. Amen. He can raise stones. Risk will be involved. What's the risk for Esther? If she gets into the, to the king's presence and the king did not stretch the golden scepter and she touches it, what's the risk? Death. Death. Mordecai said, you are, you are there for such a time as this. Take responsibility. You are there. 
You are in choir for such a time as this. You are in technical for such a time as this. You are in media for such a Take responsibility. Act. Act. There are exploits. There are things not just in this church. It's too small. Not just in this city. It's too small. Not just in this state. It's too small. Not just in Nigeria. It's too small. But the entire world, there are stages waiting for you to manifest. And you will manifest. I said, you will manifest. Tap somebody said, you will manifest. I said, tap, 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 tap. Say, you will manifest. You will manifest. You will manifest. Just imagine Reverend, Reverend George did not manifest. Reverend Buddha did not manifest. Just imagine Bishop Edward did not manifest. Just imagine. God can raise another person, but to not be them. But they took responsibility. The risk was there. Was another risk. What if I don't make it? It's a risk. But because you know he's backing you up, you take the risk. You take the risk. Taking risk is spiritual. <laughs> Taking risk is godly. God said, Let there be light. Light was not somewhere, but light was in him. So he said, Let there be light. What if darkness refused to go? And there was light. Let the water separate. Water from water separates. And things began to happen. Things began to happen. He took responsibility. He took charge. Hallelujah. Are we together this morning? So you are not just to feel or to know that you are anointed. Notice you are anointed to do something. But if you don't take responsibility, full responsibility, that thing won't be done, sir. It won't be done. You must show up. You must come up. You must come out. You must show up. You must come out. You must show up. So number one, in taking responsibility, not be prepared. Have this in your mind. Get ready. There's a risk attached to it. There's risk. The good news is, God would not shame us. He won't. No, 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 no. With the risk, he won't shame us. As long as he says, come. Except you, you see the wind boisterous. Now, it's not, is it not amazing that in water, you are supposed to just go to. But he began to sink. Such that Jesus could stretch forth his hand to catch him. That tells you that if you obey his word, even when the risk is catching up with you, it's not overnight you crumble. That says grace to come back. She will bounce back. She will bounce back. She are bouncing back. What if I fail? Fail in your failing state will bring you up. What if I sink? In your sinking state will pull you out. It's a risk. There's risk. There's risk. Who told me that when I come to Shubo here, you will come to church? You will come to church. Who told me? That you will come? Who told me? God didn't tell me. I said, Elizabeth will come to church. He didn't tell me any name. It was a risk. Let's go there. Some of you are waiting to hear names. You know, when you start, your uncle will support the business. What if he does? Some of you don't kill your uncle before his time. Because you are making him an idol. And God will not take what belongs to him. God will not allow someone to take it. 
So to let you know that he's the one sponsoring you, he will kill that person. Or let that person lose his job. You see what you are causing for people for not having faith? Some people's job were lost because of some people. They too much have depended on them. And God is saying, no, I, I must use you. He said, my uncle. He said, my uncle. He said, uncle, lose your job. Back up. Shut the door. Say, Lord, the uncle has lost the job. He said, I'm not. You know something? It's not the devil that made it happen. God made it happen to get our attention. Yes, yes, yes. To get our attention. Some things happen. It's not all are not the devil, sir. God permits some things to happen. The evil spirit that troubles Saul, who permitted it? It wasn't the devil. So that David can have a place to make way for David. Nonsense. The Goliath that was coming, who permitted the people, I mean the Goliath to show up and people not to say anything? Was God, sir? Because there's one boy that must come up. There's somebody here that must rise up. And whoever needs to mess up, let them mess up. Oh. You must rise. In the name of Jesus. But you must take responsibility. Launch out. <laughs> I think it's Luke chapter 5. Jesus said to them, Guys, do you have some fish there? They said, Ah! no. Since last night, we have toiled. To the fishes is not the season. They have gone down. We have caught nothing. Is it caught nothing? Is it launched to the other side? Uh, what I know, sir, when you were growing, we had that uh, Joseph was a carpenter, uh, not a fisherman. We were experts. We were born here. In fact, when they gave back to us, uh, my father told me that we were buried in the water for seven days. I saw where and when and how the fishes operate. So what you are telling me, sir, is not, is not, is not we are experts here. We have toiled all night. When the fishes are supposed to be up, we tried. They scatter. We didn't get anyone. He said, nonetheless, I'll try it. And when they did, <laughs> the word called forth the fishes. When you deal with God, he can call anybody from anywhere. Already you believe that. His word can call them. But they said, sir, it was the same river, sir. The same river. The same vicinity, sir. They said they caught nothing. He said, true again. How did they come, sir? At what point did they gather? At the mention of his words, sir. They obeyed the master. They gathered together. The master is in need of this one. So they now took the responsibility. On 20 nights again, whoop, they have to call people. Very soon, you need more accounts. Just take responsibility. The risk is there, but we have a backup. We have a backup. God no go shame us. You hear that one? I said, God no go shame us. God no go shame us. We go lick the honey. We go chop the bread and butter. God no go shame us. Say to yourself, God no go shame me. Hallelujah. So know that there is risk. Number two to note. You must be courageous. You don't pray courage. You act for courage. Did you get that? In the face of fear, that is when you know you have courage or you don't have it. In the face of fear. 
Shall I? Shall I not? Shall I, shall I not? If you withdraw, you have no courage. But if you go, you defeat fear and you, you build your courage. Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. Say, I have not given you the spirit of fire, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So let me say this, child of God, if you dare to believe what I'm about to say here, listen. Anytime you're about to go into a project, to start a business, to do anything, and this fear grips you that you fail, it is not of God. Just know that the devil have an idea that you succeed. That's why he wants to cripple you with fear. Let the devil know that this is not coming from God. Therefore, I go forward. Let it be a sign of your success. Let it be a sign. When fear comes like a tsunami, rejoice and say there is God. Behind this fear, there is God. Because he didn't give me a spirit of fear. Why is this fear? Then begin to search out. Begin to search out. God is saying something behind it. Be courageous. Joshua chapter 1 verse 6 verse 7 and verse 9. It was progressive. Give him verse 6. In that three, those three uh, verses, it's progressive. Joshua chapter 1 verse 6. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this we shall thou divide an inheritance. Look at the first statement. Be strong and of a good courage. Verse 7 please. Verse 7. Verse 7. Is it there already? Thank you, sir. Only be thou strong and very. Verse 6 says, be strong and of good courage. Verse 7 now says, ah, only be strong and very. Verse 9, please. Verse 9. Verse 9. Are we there? Verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. That is another level. I have commanded you. Don't be afraid. Be strong. And have a good courage. Why? Because you will see the people. The way they will behave. You need courage to launch out. Do you know that. In preaching. Standing here to preach. Pastors we need courage. You know why? There are faces that are not encouraging. Then when you look at it like this, it's like you throw a bolt against a wall, it bounces back. You look at the face, the face bounces back. Hey! At that point, you need, you need to be very courageous to keep preaching. You look at some faces in your heart, you are wondering, am I saying the right thing? Am I misbehaving here? It might be that they are soaking it in, but the expression is, 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 is terrible. They are soaking the word, but the expression is, is you need courage to continue by faith. Amen? Amen. That's why at times when you hear pastors say, tell your neighbor, smile. Some people's faces are too hard. And the Bible says, it is a wicked man that hardness his face. Are you a wicked person? Say, I'm not wicked, but we are being wicked. You smile. Amen? In the presence of God as what? Then why is your only your face gundushos? Amen? In taking responsibility, there will be risk. Number two, you need to be courageous. Be courageous. Nobody has done it before. Yes, that's why you are taking it. That's why you are doing it. So be courageous. They will speak against me. Yes. Be courageous. There are some things by his mercy and grace we are going to launch in as a church. Launch out. Start doing. Sir, we need courage to do it. But the thing is this in life. 
the moment you launch into a thing with courage, people will first of all criticize you from afar. They will say all manner, but eventually they begin to take one step towards you. When you are being criticized and you stop doing what you are doing, they declare that what you were doing was wrong and that you do not hear God. You are just being stupid. But when they criticize, they lampoon you, they throw stones, they say all manner, and you stand, they now say, let's go close. Maybe God actually told him. Let's see what he's doing. Let's try and observe him. They now begin to come close. Before you know it, they begin to copy you small, small. And the thing that they criticize become accepted and they begin to enjoy it. But if you had not stood your ground, you will have lost it. You will have lost it. Whatever it is, stand your ground. Be courageous. Say to yourself, I will stand my ground on the things I believe in. Come and say like it. Say, I will stand my ground on the things I believe in. Martin Luther King was courageous. I have a dream. Kept on saying it. He said, I saw the land afar off. Those were after him. But we saw a black man leading who led the nation for eight years. Which has never been done. But many years ago, a man stood his ground and said, No. My daughters. He spoke. Said they will get to a point where they can speak freely. Be freely. They will not be judged by the color of their skin. But by the contents, what they carry. What do you carry? What do you carry? Men will throw stones of discouragement at you. They will speak words of discouragement. Who does he think he is? What is he doing? Some will not just say they will attack you. Sir, you need to be courageous. You read the story of Joshua. It got to a point, sir. They said, listen. Listen. We will accept you as our leader. Eh? He said, but before that, we will make sure everybody obeys. We will accept you as a leader. They said, but listen, make sure God is with you as he was with Moses. If that happens, anybody will not follow you, we will go kill him. The man had to be courageous sir, to say, eh, if I talk him, he no be him. So he must be courageous. How will Moses get to Pharaoh and say, God sent me? Let my people go. Where is he coming from? Where is he coming from? I am Pharaoh. I am God here. You are telling me another God says I should leave my slaves to go. I know him not. He was courageous to speak, sir. First time, courageous. Second time, fifth time. Pharaoh did not allow. He kept on going back. So that's courage. Keep showing up, sir. In that business, keep showing up. It might not look like it now, sir. Keep showing up. The career might not be rewarded now, sir, but keep showing up. Be courageous. Be courageous. In being courageous, one thing I will advise you to do is get a mentor who is in line with what you are doing that has succeeded and follow that mentor. When you are about to give up, look at him. When you are about to after fight, look at him. Let him be a strength to you. Touch our way together. Be courageous. Number three, in taking responsibility. Yes, you are anointed. I've told you several times the story when we came to this city. It was courage that led us here. 
courage so much courage it was the same day we were coming halfway i was thinking who and who can we call self to be a part of this we have we have visited those because of the relationship and the reason why we visited them was because we should not start a walk like this and they hear no that's not the relationship we must tell them when they say come we came to honor you sir because of the relationship we've been together for over 15 years now so sir ma this is what god told us we are coming to the city so you know here it will be good we honor you that's why we are here praise god so when we are coming that day i was thinking huh only five of us two g's here amen he was the meter and greeter the first hatred meters and greeters meters and greeters only him one man standing no it was one man sitting it was a start all through <laughs> well Abby, you don't know him, eh? when you are in a place and you're starting you don't have to know everything just start it you just sat down you're coming you just writing what's your name sir no decorum no nothing just take name attendance praise god so i called dr Pagula. I, as the God has given us an assignment in this city, if we are on our way now, the service is 6 p.m. If you can make it, he said, I'll try, I'll try, I'll try, wow, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. If I, when we were telling people, our senior pastors of what God, and they said, Congratulations, I always ask my wife, Why are they congratulating us? For what? For the assignment, for the work, or for money? What are they congratulating? I'm telling you, I kept on asking, What are they congratulating me for? That I'm starting a walk that even me I know that this is this is something that <laughs> so that day while we are there. I was warming up, I'll look at the door. I said, Today we are starting. We took courage. Courage over 40 years ago, Bishop Erebo took that courage. 40 years after, global ministry. Global. If I had not started this walk by courage and by the grace of God this walk will still have been inside here I will have been eating and drinking water on top of it the land by favor will have been there inside but when you launch out by courage you now begin to see the step the footsteps of God that has gone ahead of you all you need to do sir just look at that footstep and be putting your leg there if it goes this way you don't have to create another one do you understand that god told you something just make sure you follow the footstep with the blueprint as much as you can you'll be shocked number three in taking responsibility despite the fact that we're anointed in taking responsibility what should i do number three what should i expect expect persecution and challenges persecutions and challenges people you know will persecute you People you don't know will persecute you. People you think should support you will give you problems, will challenge you. That is how it is. And if you, because of that, lose it, you will never get strength to get there. It is by the, it's because of those things that God strengthens your muscle, either in business or in ministry or in career. Strengthens your muscle. You keep going. You keep breaking barriers. If you cry out and stay back, you will never break one, one barrier. Never. So there will be persecutions. If Jesus Christ himself was persecuted, listen to me, 
it's normal that you and I, whether spiritual work in terms of this business ministry or your business buying and selling whatever consultancy firm, there'll be persecutions, there'll be challenges. There'll be days you will think of closing down the business. There'll be days you feel like resigning. Let me say this. If you're working anywhere, you have a business, and you feel days like that, you feel like resigning, you feel like closing the business, before you do so, look for people in business and ask them, sir, you have succeeded. That's why a mentor is important. Was there a time in your life, sir, you feel like giving up? I'm sure they will laugh and say, ah, ah. How many times did you feel like giving up? No, I feel like giving up. This is my first time. I say, ah. This is your first time. You see, I have 10 more times. You say, no, let's say you have six more times to go. Because seven times the amount for a righteous man shall fall. But you do what? You rise again. Challenges, persecutions. People who come from nowhere and just hit you. But listen, after every persecution, Benjamin Hounde is another level of growth. You never remain the same after a victorious lifestyle of persecution. You never remain the same, sir. You never remain the same. In fact, success, some persecutions, God sent them to be an advert for you. But they'll come in form of persecution. But they actually advance. Awareness. The kind of awareness you can't pay for. He will send persecution. And you know people love to read persecutions? Quote and quote bad news. They love it. Headlines like this. Hey. Bishop Eriko said he has helped media so well in Nigeria by making them sell. Say because anytime there is a news about him, they want to. They just want to hear your downfall. They just want to hear downfall. People buy captions of bad news more than they buy captions of good news. Yes, God bless you, please. People buy captions of bad news. Let's read. Let's read. Pastor rapes a church member. <laughs> they don't put inside, sir. It's always caption. Front, front, front cover. Big. Pastor rapes. Hey, the rape is big. The font is very big. Everybody just. Just buy. Just buy. Just buy. Just buy. Hey, all these pastors. Let me hear all these. They buy. Boom. People who don't buy newspaper before. Or who don't read, they read this. And when they read, they read, they read, they read. Is it? Is it? Is it? The pastor is somewhere. They just, especially bloggers, does know how to create lie to attract people to read. Bishop Oedipo has done it again. Wow, Nigeria is in trouble. People think it's a bad news. Meanwhile, they probably are just trying to say that he has built another university. Nigeria can't build anything. But say, ah. Maybe he has committed under atrocity. What is what is it? Well, they love bad news. And it will spread like that. Spread, 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 spread like that. So be courageous. Tap your neighbor if you can. Don't be afraid of that neighbor. Tap that neighbor. Say, be courageous. Be courageous. I give you that right. I say, tap that neighbor, male or female. Say, be courageous. Be courageous. If their face are not smiling, say, be courageous. Be courageous. Amen. How many things can you do without courage? You were courageous, sir. 
Principal science and technical school. Courage at their age. Starting that vision. They are not joking here. They are not joking. They are moving. And when it is only he who moves and looks back that will not get there. Keep moving. They insult you, keep moving. They shout at you, keep moving. They yab you, keep moving. And people who yab, sir, are not on the move. Did you hear me? People who throw stones are not on the move. They are the one that we call spectators. So they have time to gather stones. They have time to look at you. Your head is not balanced. They have time to look at your business. You are moving. But they say, no, this one, his business is, 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 still, is doing like this. And watch many of those people, they have never done anything big or good. Sir, have you ever, let's, let's be sincere here. Have you seen a post from Dan Gautry saying, Bishop Edipo is nonsense? He's busy. He doesn't have that time. Doesn't have that time. He does not. Bishop Edipo was congratulated by one of his sons. He told me, he said, how did you know? He said, we saw it. He said, you're not working. He said, because if you're working, you social, what is that? You know what I'm doing? He said, do your work. He was ah, I thought I want to congratulate him. Do your work. If I'm looking at social media, will I be where I am today? Their data is only for to criticize. Just put a controversial topic on the Facebook. You will be amazed of the number of views and comments before evening. You'll be amazed. That's why you need to be courageous. My time is well spent at running fast. Be courageous. You are anointed for that job, for that work. Sir, take courage. Sir, this vision, I, the way I'm seeing it, I've not seen it done anywhere. That is why you are there to do it. Be courageous. Be courageous. Sir, I've not, I've not seen a, a guy, a graduate who finished serving, who is selling bolly and fish, sir. sir. Don't you think, ah, that's why you should be courageous, oh? Because people say, hey, yeah, uh, hey, uh, oh, hey, uh, oh, let's get him a job. Hey, uh. They don't know that you took courage to start that business because you can see the future of the business. They can see it. That's why they are throwing stones. You that can see it, forget it. Don't say stones will not meet you. Stones must meet you, sir. A productive mango tree will suffer throws. A productive mango tree. What on earth will you climb an unproductive mango tree to go and do, sir? To go and sit down there. Fresh air. When there are more productive ones, that well, I'm receiving fresh air, I'm eating the fruits. And I can even be on the house, no fruits, and something will sting me. I, I lose too tight in, in two ways. But when I'm eating the mango, something is I know that I'm, I'm being stung for something. Number four. You know you are anointed to take responsibility. But in taking responsibility, to do exploit rather, in taking responsibility for that, not this. It's a good news. You have heaven's backup. You have heaven's backup. You have God's backup. He anointed Jesus. He backed him up as he went everywhere. He went. God anointed him. He took responsibility, went everywhere, and God confirming the words. 
so in the final analysis god just wants you to act he's the anointer he's the doer he's the doing he's everything how many things can you sell who give you power he's the one that gives you mouth and a wisdom to speak so that your gain your adversary will not be able to gain say so he anoints you he wants you to take step then he backs you up for it he backs you up so the strength is not yours the wisdom is not yours but the thing that god is expecting you to do is just be just take a move make a move take that step number five quickly take that step move you have heaven's backup you call for backup jeremiah 33 verse 3 says call on to me i will answer you concerning that vision that anointing call on to me that assignment call me i will answer you then i'll show you great and mighty things that you don't know about that business i will show you i will show you number five am i right be consistent in taking responsibility don't go today and stop till next year or next two months no sir be consistent the book of hebrews 13 and verse 8 it said jesus christ the same today and yesterday and today and forever listen jesus is consistent we have the dna of jesus first john chapter 4 verse 17 as he is so am i in this world if he was if he's consistent i should be consistent be consistent be consistent i have seen people move from one shop to another not consistent and i've seen people stay in one shop for 20 years for 30 years i've seen people stay in one business for as long as they have started business and i've seen people have changed business as if they're changing clothes which are you known for be consistent be consistent that is why doctors specialize that specialty makes them consistent on that particular area of the human body so consistency when they hear they say i know it so how do you know say, uh -uh. <laughs> i've been consistent with this for the last 10 years last 15 years even if they will make mistakes that is one out of 50 by reason of use consistency they can tell that this one is psycho in country italy he needs treatment he's not just speaking i know their type by next tomorrow he will change gear if you don't do it, watch him all. by reason of use just the way to the glory of god i've been consistent i watched that in reverend george I have mean I've spoken with everybody. You see that thing, you talk to them. While you are talking to them, they are smiling, and you are wondering, this heavy thing you are smiling because they have seen 55 of such, you only 56, and they know how they handled it. So as you are talking, they are smiling. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, it is okay. Why are they saying is that all? Say okay, it's it's okay, it's well, it's well, it's well. Um, you know, when you get back, and what they'll tell you. You look at it, with all I've been saying since morning. I should just go back, put this one here, do this one, remove this one, add this one, and that's all. I should have done it then. Yes, you should have done it. But do you know it? You don't know it. But that someone told you with that authority, go do it. It answers like fire. It answers. It answers. Be consistent. Be consistent. If you want to be shakala, like we say, be shakala. If you want to be shokolo, be shokolo. Let's know you, let, let us know you with that shakala or shokolo. Which one is shakala, shokolo, ministries international? Even God said, you are neither hot nor cold. You are not consistent. You are lukewarm. 
you are lukewarm. And let me say this. I don't mean to hurt anybody. Just any man you see that likes eating lukewarm food, not cold, not hot. <laughs> just watch the man. <laughs> it will be. I don't know who likes lukewarm food here. I'm just saying it. So I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Amen. That's what I said. Amen. Eat it hot or eat it cold. Which one is? I want it to be lukewarm. <laughs> eat it hot from fire. Before eating three spoons, you have taken one cup of water because of the heat. But you like it that way. Or you sit down as cold as the dog's nose. Sit down when the thing don't go. That you and flies will be battling with it. Because it is equal to what they two can feed on. Be consistent. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Number six, in taking responsibility, sir, for income exploit, it has to be by faith. By faith. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. It's by faith. Will it walk? Will it not walk? I don't know. But by faith, I know it will walk by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. We step in. He says, go. We go. Believing that he has gone ahead of us. Number seven, quickly. In taking responsibility for end time exploit, be selective. Be selective. You can't be effective, sir, if you are not selective. And listen to three, these three words I want to say. You are a fool. If everybody can talk to you, you don't select. You are a fool. This one can talk to you, you accept it. You swallow it. You accept it. You are a fool. You are wise. If someone can talk to you, you are selective. You know who can talk to you. That when they call you, you know that this is this one. But listen to me. You are a capital fool. If no one can talk to you. My father, Reverend Eboda, said it this way. If nobody can talk to you, you are heading for destruction. If everybody can talk to you, you are a fool. But you are wise if there are people that can, that when you see their call, we see them anywhere, you see their call, you receive it with reverence was going to the land i sent a message to my father every brother and um, he replied am i in lagos i said no so he didn't say anything so on our way on our way to the site just got to the to the, to the, to the by the side of the road and lo and behold his call came in express can i actually check? I almost entered the bush I was, I was looking for where to kneel down. I can't. He's not, I'm not serving him. He's not God. I'm not worshiping him. But sir, I can't answer his call anyhow. It has been like that. It will be like that forever. I don't answer his call anyhow. If I am in any meeting, sir, and I see his call brown like this, if I can't answer it there, I must go out. He, I, his call was not miss. What am I doing? Except I am not there that I didn't see the phone. And I said immediately, I will send him. Say, I just saw, I just saw Miss Kondasha. Please, can I call you back? You must be selective, sir. Be selective to, to be able to 
make impact in this world. You listen to every message. Every person next, boy, you are listening. Even the one that says you swallow frog, you are listening to him. And you say, who is your father? So listen to me. If you listen to the messages that your father don't listen, you are not a good son. Forget it. You must watch and hear with what are the things your father listening to. Who are the people he listens to? Those are the people you should also follow and listen to. Now go and listen to somebody that is not in line with your father. You know, say so you have a father. No, you are a bas you are you are you are bastiro basilistic. You are not a son. Especially, listen to this. When you know that your father is not in alignment with a a particular pastor not because they are fighting but because that pastor's teachings are not right let me tell you something that happened some days ago or some weeks ago somebody called me from lagos he started by saying pastor victor i know you attended bible school i know yes you attend bible school and bible school in rema chapel was his verse you have told were you taught this this i said yes he said okay i was listening to a pastor who said this 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 I said, sir, please, even my father, years ago, stopped associating with this person. So I'm sorry. Let's end this call. He said, no, I just want to learn. I said, there's nothing to learn there. I said, no, nothing. He said, ah, but just enlighten me. I said, I can't enlighten you. The guy did not believe it. You must be selective. You must be selective. It doesn't matter how popular they are. Does it fit the scriptures that you are being taught? The scriptures. Listen to this. You must be very sensitive these days because we have pastors who are, who are orators that can twist the scriptures and you take it as God speaking to you. Yes, sir. I mean, somebody asked. I told him, I said, what day are you asking for? Why not ask me something simple things that will make your life grow spiritually? Why asking me of angels and this? I said, that does not make sense. Forget those teachings. He said, and the teacher, the, the pastors and uh, the members of the church, they are excited. I said, it's because they are being blessed by him. If they are not being blessed, they will leave. I said, leave them. Don't judge anybody. The, he did not believe it. I didn't condemn the person. I didn't say anything. See, the church members were excited. I said, they were not being blessed by the same message that you are condemning. They think it doesn't mean anything. They will leave. So if you only say, hey, so is that, I said, that's what I'm going to say. So just, another thing. He said, ah, hello. I said, more you better learn and that was how we ended the conversation. Be selective. Who do you listen to? Praise God. And lastly, resources will show up. Resources will show up. Jesus took responsibility in Matthew chapter 14. When they came to him and said, Sir, the people have been with us for long and they are hungry. The moment he took responsibility, sir, resources showed up. What do you have? He said, Ah, we can't feed all of these people. The only thing we have is five loaves of bread and two fishes. He said, bring it. He took responsibility. And resources showed up. Sir, don't be afraid to start the business because of resources. Start the business, then resources will show up. Allow God. Allow God. Start it. Resources will show up. You have been anointed by God. I can tell you how resources, how God made resources, all the resources we have enjoyed so far. I can tell you how God made them. When we collected this place, Minister, B, we were there, we came together. There was nothing, sir. Absolutely nothing. Not in the account, not here. 
and we took responsibility. That same week, somebody called me from Lagos and said, Sir, wow. The Lord has said, I should, I should support you, sir. I said, good. What's happening? He said, sir, send me a account number. So I sent to him. And in less than five minutes, boom, 600,000 naira. And that was what we used to pay for this place. That was how we started. That was how we started. Boom! Resources showed up. We started. We started. We started. Like joke, we started. We on the light. None was working. Tiny, tiny bobs like that. So I counted. Okay, let's go. We are doing it tomorrow. I always tell them we will do it tomorrow. And God has not failed us yet once. Once. He has not failed us. It's either two things God will always do. One, it's either someone sent to my account as a gift, as a blessing, then we convert. Or God will just tear someone up and will just pay some money. Either a seed into church accounts. I will just move on. God has been faithful like that up till now. Up till tomorrow. Till kingdom come. Amen. Was it on Tuesday we went to land to start the prayers? Tuesday, right? When we said Thursday. Thursday, right? For the blocks. We got to the site on Thursday. For information, we have started molding blocks. Amen? You better celebrate Jesus. Amen. Just celebrate Jesus on my behalf. On our behalf. On behalf of the ministry. Amen. So I stood there. All of us, Benjamin, Pelumi, Shagum, staff, we're just there. And you know, I just stood, I was just looking, and that consciousness just came to my heart with gratitude. Now we the mold block for building so now we did do this thing in this short time by the mercy and the grace of God. Not that we are raising offering for it, not that we are raising offering for it. I told the guys, I said, Are you guys ready to mold ten thousand blocks? He said, Sir, Agbarawan Be Abawashi. I said, we are ready for this thing. They have started. They started on Thursday. Was it on Thursday or Friday? Uh -huh, Friday, because I know they have done it for two days. Friday, it was Friday. They did Friday and Saturday. They will start tomorrow, they continue tomorrow. I looked at it and said, Lord, you made resources available. Why? We took responsibility. We started out and God started. Sir, that business started out. God will meet you there, but Sir, many resources are hanging because you have not started. You have not started. God is not a waster. He's not. We are not just doing normal blocks. We are doing solid blocks to the glory and praise of God's name. Solid blocks. At least that we know they can do. That we know is available. 35 blocks per, per 30, within 30 and 35 or so. Not more than 40 anyways. Because you know the thing, you can't really calculate is what they bring from a bag. But at least... The last one they did was between 35 thereabouts. And this is God doing it. It is absolutely God. So sir, take responsibility. You have been anointed, but the anointing will not develop legs and go and do it. You have to take responsibility and do it. Say to yourself, if you can't say in the name of Jesus, from this moment, I, Victor Ayedo, take responsibility of whatsoever God has placed in my hand. Just pray, pray on that. Pray, pray on that. Just go ahead. Speak a word on that. Speak a word on that. Speak a word on that. Thank you, Jesus. Speak a word on that. Speak a word on that. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we give you praise. We receive grace to take responsibility. We receive grace. No matter what, we'll, go, we'll forge ahead. We will forge ahead. We will not give up. We will not give in. We will not try to toil. We receive grace. 
Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. It is our prayers that this message will touch every area of your life. For more information and inquiries, please contact 0803-318-8064 or email info at standardlifechurch.org. We invite you to worship with us at Standard Life International Church, adjacent Landero Oil, capital Oshobo. To listen to more messages delivered by Reverend Victor Ayedun, check the following online platforms Facebook, Standard Life International Church, or Mix LR, Slick. Also, follow us on all our social media platforms Facebook, Standard Life International Church, and Instagram, Slick. Website, www.standardlifechurch.org. Jesus is Lord. And he said, yeah.